not yeah. nervous at all. I'm really like talking about myself a whole lot. We are Kills for Adventure podcast. We are live in the studio. In the studio. We got stuff going on. Paul Christman in the house. Talking all things adventure. Okay. Now I, adventure. I get like like twenty seconds. That was a huge tackle right there. I get twenty okay. seconds to talk about this. Like this is what the podcast is all about. Right? Because I was reminded yesterday, I forgot you're an Iron Man. Yes. Yes. I've done an Iron Ultra Man. Marathoner. But then like you know what else I was thinking about? Like I'm running today by myself, freezing out there, and I'm like thinking I'm like I get a hold of him and get him on here. I forgot, like, you're a skier. You love to ski. Yeah. Yes. You love to golf. Golf. You love to climb mountains. Do that. This is, you're the Mr. Adventure. I do a lot of things. I do a lot of things. I know. So I was thinking, like, what am I going to start off with? Where am I going to go from the start? All right. So then I was thinking, like, we talked yesterday at the Beer Mile. We'll talk about that sometime along the way. All right. Um. But my question was like, we're both 50 plus. 51. Okay. We're both 50 plus. (laughs) (laughs) What drives you? Oh, uh, that's a great question. I know. Right out of the gate, boom. And by the way, tonight is Old Aggie Night out of Fort Collins, Colorado. Superior Lager. I'm giving it five stars. It is a good beer. I like it a lot. You only buy it there. I know. Nothing nothing but the best for the best. All right, so what drive? Like, we're not even talking about the weightlifting yet. Because we're going to get to that, too. Oh, God. You ran 10 miles today. Check your stuff. So what drives you? Like, we both could be coasting right now. Feels like it feels like at at my age we should be coasting. But I don't want to coast. I do not want to coast. I I I strive to to do as much as I can for as long as I can. Um, I get a lot of my inspiration from from my dad. Uh, my dad. Shit, shit, now you're taking my questions away. Like, oh, who, inspired, <laughs> who inspires you? All okay. right, your dad. Okay, right. tell me about so, you. I see your dad at the, the yeah. runs out at Peak and everything like that. My, my dad has been, uh, he's been a runner all of his life. Like, he was old school runner, like, cotton. He was, yeah. He was cotton before he cotton. Was, he was, he was short shorts. Cut off shirts, bloody nipples, all of that bloody nipples. Yeah, he he was he's been running for a long time, and he continues to run for a long time. Uh, it he's, and he still runs. He still runs or walks, run walks. In fact, I saw him. He left a note on my truck tonight or today at Cunningham, uh, just saying hi. So he's he's kind of he's kind of been one of the inspirations of somebody that just is always doing something, always driving, always being active. Okay, so let's freeze it. Let's drop it back forty three years. How did you get into like running and whatnot? 
Was it your dad? It, it was my it was my dad and my sister. Um, so I worked with my dad. I did work with my dad. Uh, my dad was the owner of K Electric. I'd have my sweatshirt on tonight. Yeah. <laughs> By the um, way, K Electric, <laughs> proud, proud sponsor. Proud sponsor. Call Paul. <laughs> Uh, my, my dad started working for my uncle and he took over the business from my uncle and my brother and I took over the business from, from him. So I remember going into work, talking to my dad and it'd it'd be Monday morning. We'd have our Monday morning meetings and my dad would say, what did you guys do this weekend? And I would say, oh, I played some golf, drank a lot of beers. Uh, well, that's about it. And I remember him telling me that, oh, I did a triathlon this weekend. He was like, he's like in his 60s. He did a triathlon. I'm like, what's a triathlon? He's like, it's where you swim you know, 1,500 meters, bike. 26 miles and then run a 10k and at that point <laughs> in my life i'm like why were you why being chased you do that <laughs> why would you do that like what's a 10k how many miles is that <laughs> but um so i was intrigued so i i did some research about it and i'm like wow my dad doing some kind of cool stuff did you, did you run in high school? I played soccer. Right. I did not run. Were you nor- Northwest? Went to Northwest High School. Probably the worst soccer team in the world. Because I was on the team. No. <laughs> 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 I was a horrible soccer, soccer player. Okay, so you didn't run in high school and anything like that. So like this is like your 20s when you're hearing your dad doing this? I was in my 30s. Okay, now we're getting real. Yeah, I was in my 30s. Although I would like to say that when I was playing soccer, they had us run a lot. Right. I, I hated running. Hated it. But we had a, a mile. You had to run a mile in high school. And I ran my fastest mile in high school. It was like 520, which was pretty fast for, for me, I guess. But it was, um, so, I don't know where I was going with that. Like, like when you, you, you're getting into running. So you've run before. So, yeah. You played so soccer, some, but it wasn't until your 30s until you saw your dad doing these things. It wasn't until my 30s that um, I was working with, for my dad. And he was, I knew he was always a runner. And we talked about these triathlons. And then I think it was at like at Thanksgiving one year, my sister Tracy said, "I'm going to run a half marathon with uh, with Dad." Like, oh, that sounds interesting. Maybe I should start doing that. So, like, oh, well, I'm going to start running. <clears throat> so, I, I'd always kind of ran a little bit, you know, one or two miles here or there, and. And I think at that point, when I heard that my sister was going to do a half marathon, that's when I'm like, 
I want to do a half marathon. And so I started running. And I started two miles at a time. And then I went up to three miles. Then I went up to four miles. And then I started doing this <clears throat> run, uh, beer and bagel. You had the sweatshirt on yesterday, <laughs> 2009. It was 2008. Eight, okay. And I think I did one more before that. The 2000, 2007 beer no, bagels when I first started running. I have not run that race since they moved it. Since they moved it from Corey Mount Oaks. Crescent. Oh, really? You haven't? You've never done it at Corey Oaks? No. Really? It was tough over at Mount Crescent. Oh, That's back like when you like tough. run straight up the hill to start. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that was tough. My dad, the, the very first beer and bagel, I was probably 35 years old. My dad was in his 60s and he beat me and he never let me let you son of a bastard. Dad. <laughs> Jerk. Yes. Yeah. So, so that was it. So at that point, I'm like, I'm, I am, I am all in. I'm going to do this running thing. I'm so competitive. I, I I get that. So that gets you into it. Yes. Was the first half marathon? I assume you went half marathon then. So so I signed up for the Lincoln Half Marathon. And I had 2010, oh, gosh, 11, somewhere in there. I think it was 2000. 2007. Okay. 2007 or 8. And I think I, I beat my dad. I beat my dad. He was not very happy with me. Dad's got a little competitiveness <laughs> in him. My dad huh, I wonder, where, I wonder where you get it from. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. So it was, uh, yeah, 2007 or 8. And I think, I think it was like a 7... 39, 738 pace that I beat him. And it wasn't by much. With my dad, 60 years old, running that. On your heels. Yeah. I saw him within like a couple miles of the finish line. And I passed him. And it never felt felt so good. (laughs) And he was so mad at me. It was great. It was a good moment. Okay, so you went half marathon, then marathon? So after I did the half marathon, I I was pretty much hooked into running. And so at that point, I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this triathlon thing. The one that he had been talking about. Were you a work. swimmer? Uh, or did you teach yourself to swim? Or like, no. Were so, you like, like okay. back in... Speedos back in the late '80s. I don't know. Oh, we can back. We can back this up a little bit. So, this just went epic, oh, didn't it? Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Whoa. So back in back in high school, I I was a diver. Gainers. Yes, I was a gaining mother effort. <laughs> Where are you going? You've got to sit down for this. Triple Indy. You know what the Triple Indy is? Yes. Oh, yeah. 
back to school. <laughs> right, oh, oh, yeah, right. Like nobody knows what that is except for you and me, <laughs> two oldest dudes in the world. All right, was, so you're you're a diver too. I, I, I missed that part. I was uh, I was a diver in high school, and you know that was that was uh, that was a lot of fun. I I really enjoyed diving. I also enjoyed swimming. So in high school, I I was mostly a diver, but I was also on the swim team. And so I swam, and then after swim practices, when we would do diving practice. Right. So after swimming, I don't know how many yards, meters in practice, and then trying to dive, it's kind of hard because you're already tired. So my coach told me one day, Steve Sorensen, he said... Long-time Northwest teacher. Long-time Northwest teacher. He was there when I student taught. He was a good dude. He was a good dude. Um, he said, Paul... I think you need to choose either swimming or diving. But this is what I'm going to tell you. You're a lot better diver than you are a swimmer. I'm like, okay, coach. All right, so if we roll up to Oak Hill Swim Pool this summer, like if I get us in there, yeah, you'll dive? I can still do a few things. I can still do a gainer. Can you do a gainer? Yes. No triple Lindy, but I can be <laughs> like, a gainer. Like you can't put your arm hand under your armpit. I can do that. <laughs> Check the wind. Like I said, nobody nobody appreciates that for us. So like that that's for us on this special podcast right here. All right, so you get into swimming. You're into triathlons now. Do you have a bike before? I did not bike. I, I've had bikes. I've had bikes, and I've done a lot of bike riding. You know, in high school. I bought a bike, and I remember I remember a time where I got my first like like a ten speed, <laughs> ten speed bike. It's like oh, I got a bike with gears. You know, it was it was after like BMXing. So I get a ten speed, and I was so excited. Like I'm going to go for a long bike ride, and so I can't remember how old I was. I decided to, I grew up in Keystone. It's like a 90th and oh, I know. Maple area. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to go for a bike ride. I'm going to go for a bike ride. I'm going to, I'm going to bike out to Bennington. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to bike out to Bennington. I'm like, I mapped out the way I went out. Now, you're Northern. like drawing lines on a map. A legitimate yes, map. I'm like, not, like looking at a map. Sorry, like a young people. He's of, not like, like doing Google Maps. Piece of paper. Strava and stuff. Map. A map of Omaha. I'm like, I'm going to go out to Bennington. So I drew a map and I mapped out my route out to Bennington. And I was gone for a really long time. And my parents, this was before cell phones also. Right. right. Before cell phones, and I was gone for a long time. Really, before Bennington. Yeah. Bennington, yeah, Bennington barely existed. Right. It was like this small little. There was town, a town, small village. little town, like mm-hmm. yeah. And so I biked out to Bennington and then biked back. It was probably around thirty something miles, and I got back, and my parents were so mad at me. <laughs> like, where have you been? I'm like, I just just on a bike ride. Like you didn't tell us. I'm like, I didn't realize it was going to take that long. Right. 
because you don't know. You don't know. Um, but I remember I, I had my, my Walkman. Mm-hmm. So you're not listening to the traffic at all. No. It's all roads. No. There, was, there was no traffic back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, you're, That's don't. fair. There was no traffic. There was like, maybe like four cars that I ran into. <laughs> not literally. I know. I, I, all right, I know this is your podcast, but like really quick, just I, I, I'm going to digress for one second. Like I lived in like older Ralston. Used to take my golf lessons at Milts. Yeah. I'd have to ride my bike there with my golf club strapped to my back. Down Q <laughs> down Q Street oh, where yeah. there's no sidewalk. No. No. no so but I'm down there. Also, you should mention how old you were when I was like in sixth sixth grade. <laughs> like okay, what, so what I'm down there at golf lessons. I what? What kind of bike did you have? It was like a Murray ten speed. I, it was like a super it was an ultra light yes. Ten speeds. You know what? No, I take that back. I had twenty one gears. But oh. like I know mean, it was gold. I loved it. Whatever. So I'm driving down there, down Q Street, golf club strapped to my back. I go down there, go to my golf lessons. I have a heat stroke. <laughs> what? I, I, I pass out at golf lessons. Like, I wake up in the clubhouse, and the people there, like, they give me, like, my mom is on the phone talking to them. They give me a Gatorade and a Snickers bar. And my mom's like, hey, make sure you thank them. You're going to leave your golf clubs there, and you're going to ride to the pool. <laughs> The like, Ralston Pool, which is Oak Hill, up, up right. the hill. And so then I went up there, yes. and then I went up there and swam all day. And then I was home, home at six o'clock. My parents should be arrested right, right now. There's a st- statute of limitations. My parents, like, I passed out. Like I stumbled, crashed into the ground, and that was it. You'll be fine. You'll be, be fine. fine. Just I, I, get on your bike and go. Back. Just okay. ride back Across down the street, Seventy Second Street, and down Q Street that's got no sidewalk. Even though you're like the most severely dehydrated person in the world. All right, so you're in a triathlons. What's your first triathlon? My my first triathlon was uh, in Burlington, Iowa, called Lake Geode. Oh shish! You went to the eastern side. Yes. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was a long trek, and it was a, a triathlon that I did with my dad. And it was a Olympic distance triathlon, which means it was a 1,500-meter swim and a 26-mile bike ride. Is and it a 10K. half 10K or half marathon? 10K. 10K. And it was, it was, it was such a great experience. Uh, let me let me back up a little bit. I want I want to talk about like my first open water swim. <laughs> Go. So so like my first open water swim was uh, Buccaneer Bay, and down in Bellevue. Yeah, down in Bellevue. So I started I started swimming. Uh, I joined a gym and I started swimming laps, and remembered how much I like really enjoyed swimming and just like the. The solitude of being underwater and just, just grinding out. Just like I like to grind. I like the grind. I like the the solitude, the grind, just like the working hard. And so, I had been swimming, and my dad said, "Hey, let's go do an open water swim down at Buccaneer Bay." And I'm like, okay. So I was pretty nervous about it. And the night before, I like was like trying to like read some things about open water swimming and what to do. Because it's different. 
it's completely different because there's no line to look at in the bottom of the lake. It's you're looking into darkness. And then, so you have to like lift your head up and sight where you're going. And he had been doing it for a while. So we get to Buccaneer Bay and we get in the water and it's a probably about a, a three quarters of a mile swim from where we start to the other side of the lake. And he's like, my dad said, all right, so. Is it just you two? It's just, yeah, my dad and I. Just my dad and I. And he's like, I told him I was nervous. He's like, don't be nervous. Just, just follow me. You know, just stay at, stay at my feet and just watch my feet. And then you can just, we can just, I'll get you to the end and then we can turn around and come back. So I'm like, all right. So we get in the water and he takes off and I'm just nervous, just really nervous. So, so, so I dive in head first and I, I take a couple strokes and, and I'm like right on his feet, just right there on his feet. And so I stand up because we were still like on the shore, right? <laughs> like, okay, all right. I'm going to let him kind of continue on. Let him get a little bit further ahead of me, and then I'm just going to follow him. So I let him, like, go off, and he was, you know, I don't know, maybe 15 yards ahead of me. And so then I I dive in again, and I start swimming, and I'm on his feet again. I, oh, man, he's swimming really slow. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to have to go ahead of him. So I... I I swam around him and the the lake we were in was kind of like an L shape. Yeah, I know the lake. L shape to the right. So I swam out looking towards the L and once it turned, I turned right and then I didn't know where to go. So I just swam all the way up to the beach on the other side in front of somebody's property. And I turned back and I looked to see where my dad is and I couldn't see him. And then, so I'm waiting there, waiting there. And then all of a sudden I see him turn the corner. Like, oh man, I got really far ahead of him. So he finally caught up to me and he's out of breath. He's like, God, how long have you been waiting here for me? I'm like, oh, about 15 minutes. <laughs> Joking. Right. I mean, but it was a long time. Right. And I don't know, I think that's when I'm like, I might, I'm, I'm okay. I, I, I'm I'm good. I might I might like this swimming thing. It's it's uh, it's a lot of fun. You know what I heard out of that? What? Like you're, like like I sit there and think like, um, you know our parents are getting older and stuff like that. And your dad says something to you in your thirties like, just follow my feet, just follow me. And like how effing cool is that? That your dad is your role model, your mentor. That he just says that. In yeah. a weird sort of way, you did. Yeah. Through work and through, like, still what you do. Oh, you're going through, yeah, through work. Yeah. Right. I, I, he, he said, follow me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe he was talking about something deeper at, at that time. Or maybe he just wanted to <laughs> make sure you didn't want to die out there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't like, I'm emotional, you know, whatever. Whatever. So you're a good swimmer. So you did it. Mm-hmm. You finished your Olympic so it was it was an Olympic triathlon and 
it had a lot of fun. It was uh, it was tough. <laughs> I remember. It's was, a way different subculture. Oh, the triathlon. Triathlon. Triathlon is. Uh, Everything's a different subculture. Runners, different subculture. Ultra runners, different subculture. Mm-hmm. Triathletes, way different subculture. Cyclists, way different subculture. Yeah, it is 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 amazing. So, after my first triathlon, uh, we, my dad and I, started to do like half Ironmans. He's like he was he wanted to sign up for a half Ironman, and so we started doing the Kansas half Ironman. I think we did like five years in a row together, which was really great because I got to spend a lot of time with my dad doing the doing those like cool stuff. Like we both like really enjoyed like doing that so a lot of time that I got to spend with my dad you know I understand the population that could ever say that it's like point zero 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 one percent of yeah. the population but you and your dad shared that you know some people share like going to baseball games and stuff yeah you and your dad shared that mm-hmm. so you guys did the half Ironman so like what was the full mm-hmm. mm. so uh, kind of talking a lot about my dad, but anyway, I know. Like, I wish you have your dad down here. Where is that old bald skinny guy? I'm going to hug him. <laughs> so, so that's fine. It could be, but it could be about my dad too. I mean, it's just very influential in my life, uh, as well as my mom. Right. So, uh, but he, oh god. So, I ran my first marathon with my dad. Which one was it? Lincoln. Uh. Oh yeah. First half is good. First half is good. Second half was desolate. Uh, desolate. Uh, my first marathon was in two thousand nine, and I was. I think, yeah, that was a that was a tough one. It was a tough one. Um, two thousand nine. My dad, he beat me. He he qualified for Boston for his first time ever. Did he go? Oh yeah. Did you go with him? No. Never been to Boston with him. But he went three years. He went for three years and ran the Boston Marathon. Um, All right, we got to bring him on. Oh, so, so in, his, in his 50s, he got diagnosed with uh, cancer. And they told him that he could never run again. But he, he's like, ah, I'm going to run. And he did, and so, and that's when like I started. Running what kind of with cancer him. did he have? What's that? What kind of cancer did he beat? Oh, he because he beat it. Yeah, twice. Twice. So I think that's when my sister started running with him, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should start running with him, and like, gosh, you know, maybe there's. It was just it was kind of cool. So we ran our first marathon and. He ended up, I ended up like having some knee issues. Um, so I'm like, Dad, you're doing great. If you feel good, just keep going. You know, I'll finish eventually. I'll see you. The you're, you're good. Yeah. You'll find your he's, way. He's like, he's feel, he feels great. I'm like, Dad, you're killing it. Keep going. So he ended up qualifying for Boston and went to Boston three years in a row. And so that was pretty awesome. Pretty cool. I was glad I got to do that with him. It's I think I only ran one more marathon after that. 
I just don't like the marathon distance. It's a weird distance. It is it, a weird distance. It is. It's... Holy but then you jumped up to ultras. Yeah, so so after that marathon, that's really after the marathon is when I started to get into uh, triathlons. Like, okay, I said, you know what? The next marathon I'm going to do is going to be at the end of an Ironman. Because I don't like the air marathon distance, but I do like triathlons, and I'm gonna do I'm gonna do an Ironman. So I I ran into a few friends just doing like races and some of the fewer like smaller triathlons around the Omaha area, Michael Davis and Andy DeTavenier. and uh, is that and, how you met Kurt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old Kurt. <laughs> Old Kurt Bice. Old Kurt Bice. Yeah. Any Omaha triathletes that are listening to this. So, well, Andy we had a, and we I, had a Kurt Bice sighting yesterday. <laughs> we did. Maybe we the worst. Maybe the worst beer miler in the history of the beer mile, but he's good. He he crushed it. <laughs> Not sure what he crushed, but, <laughs> but he crushed it. He did something. He crushed something. All right. Where was your Ironman? Uh, Oklahoma City. Was it awesome? It was, uh, it, you know, it was so awesome. What's the toughest thing you've ever done? Physically. Is that it? No. The toughest thing I've ever done was probably finishing uh, my first 100 miler. Did it break you? Almost. Which one was it? Oh, uh, Hallucination 100. Never heard of it. Oh, it's, it is a race in Hell's Kitchen... Oh, it sounds badass right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen, uh, Ann Arbor. In Ann Arbor, Michigan. Trail? Like Yeah, all trail. Gra- all trail. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was a very interesting run. I, I, it was a 2 p.m. start on a Friday. Okay. I went with uh, Mindy Coolman. Uh, and she brought two pacers with her, uh, Rick Tro and and Chris Hall. So the four of us traveled to, to Michigan. And I was just going to run by myself. No pacers. Whatever. I didn't care. Whatever. So Mindy and I started the, started the race. And we ran like the first 40 miles together. And that's when you could pick up a pacer. So... I can't remember which pacer she picked up. I think it was either Chris or Rick. And she she left. She ran. She ran off. And I just like just did my own thing. I ended up like twisting my ankle somewhere around mile 40. And I was struggling. I struggled a lot. Thought about dropping out. And I got to the point in the race where I was about the furthest away from the start-finish line. And my ankle hurt so bad that I wanted to drop. And they said at the aid station, I could either wait for somebody to come around, but it was going to be a while, or you could try and make it back to the start-finish line. Like, oh, I don't really want to wait. I'm not going to sit here. So I'm just going to walk back to the start-finish line, which was about eight miles, and then drop. And somewhere, 
somewhere on my way back to the start finish line, I battled, I battled some demons, a lot of demons. And I challenged, I challenged myself walking with an ankle. I had so many people passing me and at some point I said, fuck it. I'm going to finish this motherfucker. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. I'm going to fucking finish this motherfucker. This ankle, fuck it. I don't care if it hurts. I'm going to finish this thing. I'm going to finish this thing. So I started running. A little bit at a time. He's like, you know, run to the next tree, which is you know, 20 yards. Walk. Run to the next tree, 20 yards. And some at some point, I just kept fucking running. I kept running, and I don't know what was going on in my head at the time. I missed a turn. I oh, missed shit. a turn, and somehow I got back to that same aid station where I was going to drop. And everybody at the aid station were, was looking at me hey, like, What are you doing here, dude? What are you doing? You were just here like in, like a couple hours ago. You shouldn't be back here. You should be at this start finish aid station and my mother fucker how the fuck did I get lost so which I think at that point I'm like oh this is it this is it I had one of those like uh, Lieutenant Dan moments <laughs> Lieutenant Dan moments at the at the top of the mast on the boat right. is this all you got <laughs> That's right. Is this all you got? But you finished it. But I finished. I finished. Yeah, it was raining. I mean, how close were you to like not like just? I, it it was so close. I just, I was out there for so long just on that loop. You know, I did almost did like the second half of loop twice for hours. For hours I was out there walking just. What was it when you crossed? What was it when you crossed the finish line? What was it like? Crossing the finish line was was uh, was pretty sweet. It was pretty sweet. It was it was it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. And I like I you know doing an Ironman was tough. Was hard. Right. But at the end of the Ironman, I was. Like in the last three or four miles, I didn't want it to be over. I didn't want the Iron Man to be over. I wanted to keep going. And, and I think at that point, I was like, God, what else can I do? How old were you when you did this race? I, I did my first Iron Man at 40. How about this 100? Maybe 42. It damn near broke you? No. No. It lit the fire? <laughs> it Man. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Man, hey, nothing's going to break me. Nothing. A lot of things, a lot of things will break me, but. But not that. Not that. I always say, I go, I always say, I might die. 
But not today. Not today. <laughs> not today. That is not like today. the best story ever. Like you jacked up that ultra. Like nobody's business because you ran extra. I, yeah, yeah. Could have quit multiple times, but then that's when you said like. Said, yep. No. Nothing's going to stop me from finishing this race. Nothing. Toughest man in the world. Mm, I don't know about that. You won't quit. I, I know. I don't like to quit. I don't like to quit. I know. Like I, I'm getting nervous because we're got 36 minutes. We have less than an hour because I only get 15 minutes on this podcast. All right, so I got, I got, I'm going to change it really quick. So you've done these running events. You're into run, running and everything like that. And when you're ready for that, let me know. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you want a different variety, I got a lot of varieties because mm-hmm. that's good. This is some good old Aggie. Old Aggie from it. Fort Collins, Colorado. Yeah, buddy. All right. Um, you, you do the 100. You're into it. Things change. Things I got questions about because I said it's like a Kills for Adventures podcast because you do so many things. Like you've established yourself in the running community really quick um, in a real run club. Oh. It's grown. The Omaha running community really quickly. Yeah. In a real run club. It's awesome. I love it. It is good. Like, I love it's- seeing people show up to do stuff and like on the crappy nights like last week was a yeah. crappy night but you still had people showing up it really has been it really has been a great experience being involved with the inner rail run club um, you probably don't even know how it started no so how it started uh there used to be, you know, Taco Tuesdays with the with the goats yeah. out at Tranquility, and uh, just so many like different people like leaded it for a long time or leads for that, and and Tyler Hansik and I uh, were talking running together. Now Tyler is like was the mile yesterday. Yes, Tyler was at the beer mile. How he doesn't win that thing is beyond me. I don't know how I beat him. Because well, you drink beer faster than he does, I, but I, that's yeah. okay. Okay, I drink better than him, I guess. Needs to work on that beer drinking. So, <laughs> Tyler Hansik and I were talking. It was like, after after October, like Tuesday Tuesday night running. There was a void. There was, there was nobody running. So, Tyler and I were like, we should probably, you know, continue running through the winter. And start like a start like a Tuesday night run group through the winter. And so we originally thought about doing it at the village because he lives in Ralston. He lives in Ralston? Yeah. Yeah. Smart man. Yeah. I live in Ralston. So we talked about it and we were yeah, we were gonna do it. And then um, Troy Streeter. Oh yeah. Troy Streeter, he's like, maybe you guys should go do it down at Inner Rail. I'm like, what's Inner Rail? He's like, oh, it's down in Exarbon. So I'm like, oh, so I went down there, checked it out. I'm like, oh, this might be a really good place to do it. They've got a lot going on down here. This is when it, you know, they first opened up. So I went down and I talked to the management there and I'm like, oh, this is, we'd like to start a run, run club here. And they're like, oh, we're on board, yeah. Come on, let's do it on Tuesday nights. Uh, I said, we'll make beer specials for you. 
It's like, yeah, all right. So we started it after the time change in 2019. Um, and then we know what happened like right. shortly it's, after that. You know what? I think it provides people in the town an opportunity, runners to meet other runners in a non- not that threatening is not the right, right word, but like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, it's a, it's just a good community event. Yeah, it, it's a great place. It's a great place to do it. And they're, they're very accommodating for us. And they, they like to see us come and run. So, you know, I, I mean, I've had so many, I've had a lot of really good people come and, you know, help, like, promote this, promote the club. Right. Well, you know what? Like on a summer night when you have 40 people show up or a crappy winter night when you have 12 people show up, it's still a community. And that's like you fostered it. You helped found it. That's the best thing for the Omaha area. So and I, people should appreciate that. And I, I'm sure they, 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 they do. Yeah. Um, the other reason, like I like I said at the beginning, like why I thought about you for this podcast is you do all these things. Let's talk skiing for a second. You like to ski. Yes. Why do you yeah. like to ski? So I I've been skiing since I was a kid. Parents skied. Parents skied. We we started skiing. Oh, when we were really young, really young, uh, we used to go out to Colorado. I have a lot of family. Did you guys do a year a yearly trip? Yearly trip. Family trip. Yearly family trip. We'd go out and spend. Your mom and dad would be awesome. Yeah, they. Oh, my parents are. My parents are awesome. They're super awesome. They they've really exposed us to a lot of different things in life, and which I tried to emanate or emulate. Are we like making up words here? I don't know. I've made, right, you like try and be the example for your kids. I'm good. Thank you, <laughs> Jesus, sweet Jesus. <laughs> We're making up words. So let's go. So yeah, um, they've been a really good example, and we've been exposed to a lot of different things in in life so you we used to go skiing every winter and we we learned how to ski at keystone and i've taken my kids to keystone a few times and uh, so skiing i also ran across a friend of mine laura frizzell also an ultra runner she was involved with uh, Mount Crescent and the and the ski patrol out there, and so she asked me if I would want to become a member out of Mount Crescent. And so I was actually on the ski patrol as a candidate for one one season, which was really awesome. But then it started like taking a little bit more time that I um, expected. Well, you run a business, so run a business and business. Run a business, have kids. It got really busy, and it was taking a little bit more time than I than I had available. So, uh, unfortunately, I had to like, not do that ski patrol thing. But like growing up skiing was such a good experience, and and I have family out in Colorado, and I, I remember our parents. I don't know. I don't know why our parents let us do some of the things that we did, but. They let us go up to the top of the mountain by ourselves, you know, like, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old. Whatever. <laughs> just do whatever you want. Just do whatever you want. Just go. Just find your way back to the mountain. We'll be here. We'll be at the lodge. We'll be at the lodge. Come find us. 
you know, at the time, Keystone wasn't that big, so it was like maybe like one place to meet. Right. So we decided to go down the find as many blacks as we could to go down, you know, at 10 or 12 years old. <laughs> and uh, no helmets. <laughs> no, no, no helmets. helmets. <laughs> what? No helmets. So, yeah. God, so it's, it's, it's interesting to... Do you think the reason we're so great is because, like, we lived in the greatest era ever? Like, like I never had a seatbelt on ever growing up. Oh, no. Seatbelts? My dad used to drive a 260Z, and I'd ride in the hatchback. <laughs> like, it was like the launching pad if we ever got in a wreck. In the station wagons with the seat in the back. Right. Oh, you put that thing down. Put it's that a thing party. down. Like, woo, woo, woo. Waving everybody behind you. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I do think it's awesome. Really quick. You're going to pick one place to go skiing tomorrow. Where are you going? Oh, probably Copper Mountain. Ski or snowboard? Oof. Probably snowboard. Are you a snowboarder? I love snowboarding. So, snowboarding... Yeah, snowboarding has kind of always been a a passion huh. of mine, um, and, and I owe a lot. I owe a lot of that to my brother Todd. My brother Todd, he's an amazing snowboarder. He is. He took snowboarding, and that is that's like one of his things. He's snowboards, skateboards. Does he still board? Like, oh yeah, he's still a skateboarder, hardcore skateboarder. Like in the park. Yeah, Robert's Park. You, you have a board? Every Sunday. Yes, I have a skateboard. Break it out? Every once in a while. Not like my brother, though. Man, he is... Still doing it. He's all in. He's all into skateboarding, all into snowboarding. Um, my son, Parker, likes to snowboard. So I, I, I like skiing, and I like snowboarding. I like them both. Um, and snowboarding first came out in the... I don't know, probably 20 years ago? Oh, God. I think it was like late 80s, mid-80s. Uh, Burton. Burton was the... like the, There used to be like a big conflict, like no snowboarders on the mountain. You know, oh, they used to have like... Oh, yeah. There was, there was a big conflict. I remember watching like a YouTube video about it or something. But uh, I had one of the very first snowboards put out by Burton called the Woody. So I have it? No, I wish I did. I That'd look I cool did. hanging in your house. It, it would be really cool. But we um, we used to we we had our snowboards, and my brother and I would uh, like uh, like snowboard down the Papio Creek, like <laughs> at the edge of our house because it's like downhill. <laughs> so we would we would go there and we'd find every hill we possibly could find in our neighborhood. And snowboard down these hills, and then that was yeah that was like early high school, and then later in high school, my parents would let us go to Colorado for spring break by yourselves. Yes, whatever. God bless them. <laughs> yeah, juniors and seniors in high school, we would go to Colorado and snowboard on spring break. That it's amazing right there. Yeah. The parents were so cool back then. Man, I can't imagine letting. Well, I mean, I would let my kids. Right. Do that, <clears throat> but 
Okay, let's keep it on Colorado really quick. Like, right. How fast is time moving right now? Time's moving too fast. All right, Colorado, spring, summer, fall. Your favorite 14er. Ooh. Yeah, 14ers. So I have, I have like 10 on my list. I, I, I love them. I don't think there's a better challenge in the world than climbing a 14,000-foot mountain. I think, uh, man, I... The one I want to do, I Mount, Mount of the Holy Cross. Yes. Jason Z has told me about it. I've read about it. That's next on my bucket list. But what's the one you've done that you love? I, you know, I'd, I'd have to say it was probably my first one. Mount Elbert. The highest peak in Colorado. Oh, yeah, you're not jacking around. You went right out of the gate. Yeah. <laughs> for the big one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was in... I was in Leadville for the Leadville Run Camp one year, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do this 14er. Did you go up the main way, or did you go up the back side of the mountain for I it? I went up the main way. That's a long grind. Yes. It's, we we, it's, we we did the summer. Yeah. So but you we went, went to the back. We went the back side where it's oh. where it's shorter and but steeper. Steeper. Okay. It's a it's an half, half Moon Creek. Yep, Half Moon North Half Moon Creek. North Half Moon yes, Creek. Yes, it, it is a it's a grind. It's a go grind. big or go home. Go big or go home, losers. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> did that. So I've I've done Albert twice. Uh, I did it my first time by myself, and I I crushed it. I ran as much as I could. Oh, I man. hiked as hard as I could. I was well, I was training for the Leadville 100 at the time. Dude, we've done it. We both failed. Yes. <laughs> this talk. is like the Leadville <laughs> failure <laughs> let's, podcast. Let's not talk about this. <laughs> Leadville failures. Oh, that fucking Leadville. You know what? I'm going to put together a podcast of like everyone who's been to Leadville and has tried it. It's either completed or failed it because we can all like commiserate oh. because it is the most brutal, heart-wrenching thing that I always dream of trying one more time. Uh, we can add Jimmy Brown to that list. Him and I have lots of conversations about the failures at Leadville. It's it's tough. I've been there quite a few times with, with uh, people that have not been able to finish. It's tough. It's I tough. so underestimated it. I took it for granted. I... I'm like thought, yeah, got it. Like, no, uh, not a big deal. Leadville, Leadville's awesome. No, Leadville's tough as fuck. Leadville's a badass place. That's why, that's why people love it, though. Yeah, that's why people love it. Leadville's got a special place in my heart. When I was back there this summer, like, I felt at home. Yeah, stayed in an Airbnb. Lady there was an epic. You know, I mean. She, just Leadville nice, you know. The people there are nice. You're either trying to get off the grid, you're like an extreme athlete, whatever. But, like, it's, there's something mystical about the place. Yeah. We can all agree on that. Yeah. All right, so 51 years old. What have you learned through your years that you would tell incoming athletes, riders, runners, triathletes, Oh, then I, 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 I got another big question, too. Like, just know that what you're doing makes you happy, and, and don't do, stop. Just do it. Just do it. 
Right. Find your place. Find your place, and I am for me. It's 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 about just like being outside, pushing yourself, grinding. Okay, so like okay, ah, we're I hate time. It moves too quick. All right, so you're grinding away. You're getting good at running and everything like that. You're you're good. Fixture in the running community. You like put the brakes on, and you head to the gym. No. Oh. Yeah, I need body by Paul. <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel like I've, I've done, a, I've done a lot. I've, I've challenged myself. Did you do? Did you do that to like because you're tired of running? Did you do it because like you just you know what? I can. I want to try something new. I've wanted to try something new. Like I'm always trying to see to challenge myself in in so many different ways. I mean, we've we've got these we've got these. Vehicles, right through life. Well, everyone's like, stay in your lane. I'm like, fuck oh, your lane. Get out of your lane and try something new. Try, yeah, try something new. And you know, if it's something you enjoy, you know, stick with it. Yeah. So, so I started the lifting thing, and you know, I I gotta I kind of have to give Rob Rob Owens some some props for that and. Is he Rob Bones? Rob Bones. Rob Bones. <laughs> Rob Bones. You better listen to this, Rob Bones. Rob Bones. Yeah, so, you know, he, he started doing the lifting thing. And Rob and I, we, we, we've, done, we've done some ultras together. We've done a lot of running together. And he started doing this lifting thing. And I was like, why? But it intrigued me. And so I'm like, you know, why don't I give it a shot? And I started... I started a, you know, like a, bought into like a three month program. Like, okay, I got three months. I could do something for three months. And I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed the pushing myself and like in a different way. And I stuck with it and, and I still Look, you don't quit. It. You don't quit. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to quit. I don't like to quit. I, I just keep after it. Just keep, keep grinding. Keep, keep doing it. Keep doing it. And so, I've been doing the lifting thing for it's been about two years now. You got awesome guns. <laughs> well, thanks. Men want to be like you. Women want to be with you, man. Look at yourself. Oh, jeez. And you got to roll some fun run shirt on. So that's cool. Love it. Love it. I, so, so. I'm going to still lift, but I'm kind of starting to run a little bit more now. And you know what? I told you, I noticed your Strava. Like, I, I see know. a little, I see a little going I, on there. I love, I love running. Running is, running is probably one of my favorite activities. Well, running's always there. It's, Even it's like always there. It's easy to do. You put some shoes on like, and you go out. Like shit, like during COVID, like what was the only constant during COVID? Running. running. They Runner runners found oh, a way. They they tried to they tried to keep people from running together. No, <laughs> runners runners run runners run, 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 run people. You know you know it was it was during COVID. It was such a unique experience where like you had like these secret groups of runners that like kept running with each <laughs> other and like didn't tell anybody about right. it. Runners find a way. Runners find a way, and it and that's one of the things I like about the running community is like. There is so, so many awesome people 
in the running community. There are. All right. We're, oh, shit. We're like down to like four and a half minutes. Really quick. Beer mile yesterday. Beer mile epic. It, it, it's always epic. Next year it's going to be way better. And there's going to be info that comes out on it. Mm-hmm. When we get to the point, we still run at the same time. I think we're still going to do so. There's going to be a couple beer miles. Uh, we're going to do a beer mile at Cross Strain. Yep. Um, we need to talk to Cross Strain before we push it out. Push it out there, but there will always be the beer mile at K Electric. It might be in Bending. What's that? It might be someplace else. You never know. You never know. You never, you never know. know. But it, it's, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be K Electric beer mile. K- Kind of the K Electric beer mile, but it's just a place to do it in that area. Right. I think the people that drive up and down the street appreciate it. They do. It was fun. I love the national anthem. You killed it. That was awesome. I, I, I come through with one thing. <laughs> I, just, and I bring the national anthem. And Kurt brought the timing. He brought the timing. There's uh, a timing system there. And like, yeah. Like I said, uh, um, what's his name? Who won it? Tim. Tim McMahon. Tim McMahon. Devise, he defies logic on how he wins that. I don't, he is, he's a machine. Everyone's good at something. He is good at a beer mile. He nails it every two years in a row. Two years in a row. So yeah. when the information comes out next year, people, if you think you can unseed the champ, oh, let's do please it. Please bring it. Polly Boy, I cannot believe that has been like 57 minutes. I can't believe like, it either. I didn't think like, I had that much to say. We, we didn't even scratch the surface, did we? We no. didn't even get into the cool stuff. No, like, I feel like I could have talked about a lot more. Polly Boy, if you've got an electric need, who do you need to call? You call Paul. He is the electrician's yes. electrician. I'm going to be your ad guy. <laughs> okay, I love electric. It. I love it. All right. Kills for Adventure podcast, episode number two. Boom. Boom.